Vasquez. The huge suplex. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a brand new live edition. Lost Count Anywhere coming to you live from the Go Live Vegas Studios in the heart of Las Vegas. The three thoughtsmen are now in studio. Aaron Phillips is me, Matt Mullen on the far end over there, and in the middle, in honor of our guest who's joining us, Mr. Chief himself is showing uh, his backside there. No ass kicking, just ass kicking. No ass kissing, just ass kicking. Man, oh man, already it's starting early. That's because we have a special guest. On. You're, you're good, Chief. I think the world has seen enough of your backside. Oh, well, thank so, you. <laughs> so. Good morning, everyone. How's everybody today? How's everybody this week? Fantastic. Ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah, we got a lot going on. Man, oh, man. But more importantly, we have a very special guest. We have a guest that, you know what? We, we've been very lucky here on Thoughts Count Anywhere in our tenure that we've had guests upon guests upon guests that are so recognizable and, more importantly, Willing to spend a little time with us here on Thoughts Count Anywhere. And we generally don't have to pay them either. That's really kind of nice. We just can maybe send them a donut or many thank yous, I guess. So with that, without further ado, we have a gentleman on the video line with us coming all the way from the East Coast, getting up early, miscalculated the time. That's okay. We still love him. Please welcome a gentleman who is known as Luke Hawk. Also, you guys remember him, may remember him from Extreme Pro Wrestling as Alter Boy Luke. On top of that, would you believe he's the founder and current CEO of Wildcat Sports, and he's a movie star. He has appeared in box office hits like Logan and Fate of the Furious, and now he can say guest on Thoughts Count Anywhere. Add it to his resume. Please welcome Mr. Luke Hawk to the show. Good morning, sir. What's up, fellas? Man, you guys got a nice setup there. Well, we, we try. You know, we pay a few <laughs> bucks. We, you know, we little paint here, little paint there. Wait, wait, you know? wait, wait, wait. You're paying a few bucks, but you're not paying me? Did I get that right? Did I just hear that? The, the, deer, the deer will be in the mail. A few bucks, you know? So, anyway. <laughs> I just had to put that out in the universe, didn't you? <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were really giving me the senior citizen discount, no. Luke. Well, Chief, you my boy. That's why I'm doing the show. But Thank see, you, like, brother. I appreciate now, now, it. Now everybody in the world is going to hit me up and ask me to come do a show for free because y'all put out the... <laughs> Well, kidding. just just a few bucks. That's all. That's all we need. So where where are you? Where are you? Obviously, you're, it looks like you're in a your master bedroom or some room yeah. there of sorts. Is I'm that your home? A, I'm in, yeah, I'm in my home in Atlanta. I um uh, I have a home in Atlanta and a home right well, actually in Noonan, Georgia, and then I have a home in New Orleans as well. My home, my, my base home's in New Orleans. Right on. But, what um, part? In Metairie. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Very so, cool. So like between downtown and the airport. So I'm like kind of right in the middle of everything. And that's how I am in Atlanta, too. It's like I'd rather not be right in the mix and where right. all the traffic is. So sure. I live in Newton, uh, which is a suburb, and it's really nice. It's a, it's kind of a country city, but, uh, man, it's, it's beautiful here. It's peaceful, and it's it's easy ride to, to get to anything. I'm, I'm about 30 minutes away from everything I want to get to. So Right on. It's well, super that's, that, that's a lot like Vegas. None of us live on the Strip. We live off the Strip. No, exactly. Know? Exactly. So. Same Thing, man. All right, thing. I want I want to get the ball rolling. Uh, I usually I usually like to ask the best question to kind of get things rolling. Obviously, you made your pro debut in '99, but more importantly, how did you get started in wrestling in the first place? What happened? Give us some background. And when was the aha moment when you knew that being involved in pro wrestling was for you? It never was. For me. <laughs> uh, it, it was just I, it's it just I, from my earliest memories, it's everything I wanted to do. So there was never ever nothing that stood out and said, oh, I want to be a pro wrestler right now. It was just 
I, honestly, from my earliest memories of being a child, it was everything and anything that I wanted to be a part of. So I just chased it from early on, from my teenage years on. Um, you know, obviously I was a big fan from, I mean, my earliest memories of loving pro wrestling is about three years old. And I actually got some pictures with me with some action figures and stuff from back then. But it was just a constant burning and fire, you know, that, that never, ever, ever, still to this day hasn't gone away. You know, I, I'll get frustrated with some things and some things with products and, you know, some changes and all that stuff, like like we like we all do, right? But but at the same time, I'm very supportive of everything that goes on, and I'm very appreciative of, you know, I remember a time when, when and you guys remember this as well, it wasn't that long ago where WWE was the only company around. And if you right. didn't have, you know, there was no there was no competition, there was no place to get a job, especially when it sucked up ECW and WCW. You know, it was kind of impossible to get a job then because it just had so much talent, and it wasn't hiring indie guys then, so... You know, I, I, I'm very appreciative that we have so many other places to work now. And that was one of my reasons for starting Wildcat as well. You know, it's like I started it as a school, but I also wanted to run some live events to get my guys' experience. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they didn't have to go work crappy guys on the indies or guys that didn't have no experience or guys right. that weren't properly trained. So I wanted to put them in there with guys that I knew were well-handed. And uh, and that's what we did, and we grew. You know, this we're going on our 10th year this year. This is oh, right we, uh, on. Yeah, June makes 10 years for us as a school. Uh, November makes 10 years for us as live events. So That's it's cool. cool. Well, yeah. you're, you're, you're creating a legacy by doing that for yourself and for the performers that are coming through your, your school. Chief, why don't you take it next? You know, I'm fortunate. I got to meet Luke probably three, four years ago at Ring yeah. Warriors. And fans, I'm going to tell you something. One of the nicest fellas I've, I've met in my life. And... Uh, I want to touch on the business, and I'm going to ask you the question I asked you a while back. During the early years, there was a respect for pro wrestling. And as fans, we see more and more today that people don't uh, wipe their feet on the ring apron uh, the res- some respects not there for the veteran people. Um, why do you think that's changed, Luke? Well, I think I think the biggest reason that things like that have changed uh, is as we live in this this world where everybody looks for instant gratification, and that's partly to do with social media. You know, uh, it's it's why cheating's you know so so predominant in the world nowadays. Like if you get tired of your wife or your husband. You can go get some attention from another girl guy just by posting a picture on on your Facebook or on your Instagram or on your Twitter um, or Snapchat, whatever it is. And, you know, you'll get some reactions from people. And, you know, these these kids, it's just too easy to get into. You know, back in the day, it, wrestling wasn't easy to get into. It was kind of a close knit community. Right. They, they, they kept everything tight. They kept, you know, they just didn't let anybody in. You had to pay your dues. You had to earn your way. And nowadays. All you got to do is, you know, complain on the Internet and, and somebody will say, oh, man, you should get your way. You should get this. They can go, oh, I went to this school and can you believe how much of jerks they are? They made me do all this work and, they, you know, they were treating me bad and they yelled at me. And they made, they hurt my feelings. And then somebody will go, well, you shouldn't have to do that. You know, they should just let you be in there. You should just get a job right away. You should you know, you're talented. You should be in the ring wrestling. You should be chasing your dream and doing what you want. Not, hey. You, you really need to 
do the work and put the work in and perfect your craft. It's like, just give them what they want. You know, it's that, it's that instant, you know, participation trophy that everybody speaks about. And, and there's a lot of people that still have a problem with that. And one thing is, uh, like my buddy James Harrison, you know, James got in a little hot water not too long ago, a couple of years ago. It's because his kids, he has two, two young boys. Um, they, you know, if you know James Harrison, you know his legacy. And, you know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, the, mm. the biggest play in Super Bowl history, right. uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. But his kids got a participation trophy, and then he made them go give them back and said, my children are going to earn everything they get. They're not going to get anything just for participating. So they're not going to get a reward just for participating. And, and, you know, he got a lot of slack online for that. Like, people attacked him and criticized him for that which is crazy because there's just no work ethic anymore. You know, a lot of women can't cook. A lot of guys can't change a tire or change oil or, or do the basic necessities in life. And it's, it's a, it's thing, things are that were once predominant in the world that everybody had, you know, everybody were, was taught or are being lost. So uh, it's not just with pro wrestling. It's with anything. Our, our producer raised his hand when you said guys may not be able to change a tire or cook or change oil. He raised his hand as if he's one of them. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, you it's, know people. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he just clarified himself. He knows people like that. I'm sorry. 702-329-6947. Press the number one to come into the studio. If you have a question, want to say hi to, hi to Luke, we appreciate it. Matt, take it away. I got a couple of those calls. I'm like, hey, how do you change a car battery? I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it's, it's crazy, man. They'd rather go pay somebody. And it's not like people are making money. Oh, my puppy's coming in the kitchen. Hey, puppy. That's you know, right. hey, Luke, that's that's why I like the shirt that I'm wearing on the back. No ass kissing, ass kicking. And, bro, and, that, and that's what it is. For me, you know, I'm a roughneck, but I like to attack life. And, and I like to be versatile, and I like to be educated in, in, you know, things I'm interested in. Obviously, I like to try and – I don't speak about nothing I don't know about. Put it that way. If I don't know about something, I'll bow out a conversation. I'll say, hey, I'm not familiar with it. But I try to go. be as, as, as knowledgeable as possible, especially if I'm interested in something. And sometimes even if I'm not interested, I'm curious and just learning. So I know, I mean, look, me and my girlfriend are night and day different. I mean, we couldn't be more different. She's, she's you know, a Californian, vegetarian, liberal. <laughs> I am a you know, <laughs> hardcore, meat-eating, you know, kick-down-doors conservative, I guess. And I, I don't really, you know, I don't, I don't really – that's what I'm viewed as, but I don't really judge myself as one party. But if I had to lean to one side, I, I lean more to the right than I do the left. And, you know, and like we are, we're just polar opposite. Right. But we Opposites do attract. Opposites attract. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we'll get in some arguments about things, but not nothing big, but we'll, we try and talk things out and I can be a little stubborn and she can be a little stubborn. But at the end of the day, uh, it's about working together. Right. And coming Absolutely. together. Absolutely. So, yeah, Matt, I, take I, it away. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry, Luke. Go ahead, Matt. With all the, like, cool movies and stuff you've done, is there, like, what's the comparisons between, like, doing movies and wrestling? Is there any, like, <sighs> comparisons or is it, like, a whole different beast? And it, It's a whole different beast. And one thing is, like, when we go out there for a wrestling match, like, right now I'm filming a wrestling TV show called Heels, which is going to be debut. Oh, I heard on. about that. I read about that show. Yeah, so we're doing that, and – um right now and it's it's i mean i'm working you know 12 hour 12 to 14 hour days every day and i have been since august 
and I will go until the end of shooting, which I think is going to be sometime in April. Our show debuts in June. But the thing is, with a wrestling match, you're in and out, 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes, right? With this, you're filming wrestling all day long. <laughs> oh, over, wow. And you're doing the same things over and over again. It's like, hey, do a set of moves. <clears throat> Wait five minutes. we got to change camera angles. Mm -hmm. Do a set of moves again. Do it three times for this camera angle. Now we got to switch camera angles right. again. Do it three more times. Right. And then you're like six hours later doing the same stuff. And you're like, Jesus Christ. I, yeah. I just can't. <laughs> rumor has it that CM Punk is part of that show too, right? I read that his I heard, name. I heard that's a rumor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny. Matt, yeah. do you have a, a follow-up there? Yeah, I've been a big fan of Arrow for like ever. So I know you're working with Stephen Amell for sure. How was it working with him? He was cool, man. Um, so Steven's a very passionate wrestling fan. No, oh, yeah. I was just by Steven's house the other day, and we watched uh, we watched the Super Bowl, but the week before that, we watched the Conor McGregor fight, right? Oh, and nice. that, that came on around 11, I think it was. As soon as I was, now it's late at night. You know, we're all having a few drinks, hanging out, letting loose on a Saturday night, just chilling out of this house, and time goes by. Conor McGregor fight's over. Some people are tired. Steven goes, man. Let's let's watch the 1992 Royal Rumble. <laughs> there you go. And everybody, everybody in the house is like, "Yeah, put the Royal Rumble on." So we're watching the Royal Rumble, you know, we're watching all the old timers go at it and just loving it, man. So it, it's cool. It's cool to work with passionate people who love wrestling. I love that. Awesome. Let me, let me throw it back to Chief here. Hey, Luke, how did you enjoy working Ring Warriors? I love Ring Warriors, man. Howard um, Howard's a great guy. Both Howards, actually, they're really great guys. Uh, and I thought they had something really cool and unique, and, and it was something that could have did well. Uh, it sucks that it didn't do more as it more than it did, but it was it was a fun time, and, and I got to meet great people like yourself. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I I see that you were uh, trained by Vic Grimes. Yeah. Um. Good good man. Where? Hell of an athlete, and doesn't get enough credit for what he's done. One of the best big men definitely ever in the sport. And if you don't know Vic Grimes, you can go back and watch some of the stuff. And the most noticeable thing people are going to talk about is getting him thrown off that 40-foot scaffold at XPW. Yes. Where he was 400-plus pounds getting thrown off a 40-foot scaffold. That's crazy. Jeez. Crazy. That's wrestling. Matt, take it away. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> With all the acting stuff you're done, what's like your dream role or your main goal in Hollywood now? This is uh, – right now i got my dream job. Awesome. So – so, so this job is absolutely amazing, and uh, I can't really get into too much detail about. I mean, I'm the wrestling coordinator, but I'm I'm doing a lot more than that, and awesome. and it just involves. I'm I'm doing like I said, I'm doing several things on the show, and like I said, nothing. You know, some of the stuff is still under the table, is quiet until the studio puts out their press releases. But the yeah. good thing is that if they have a solid ass team, everybody who works here. Everybody, I mean, from the producers to the actors to the construction, every the stunt team, everybody is phenomenal. Everybody's awesome. It's a team effort. Everybody gets along. Everybody works together. And just really trying to put out the best product possible. But the reason it's my dream job is not like, I mean, of course I want to be a bigger star. Would I like to be a lead actor someday and, and, and you know, be, have my own show? Of course, everybody wants that, right? But the thing with this show is it involves everything I'm passionate about. It involves professional wrestling training with fitness weights and all that stuff we have a bad badass gym for all the actors to work out <laughs> the actors and stunt guys that we work out in 
and then and then as well as is filming. So it's his, his everything that I have careers in, which I mean, I'm an isolatory athlete. I'm a power lifter. Um, so fitness is, you know, I, it's a job for me and I get paid from it and I love it. And then obviously filming is a job for me. So I have everything that I work in in one place at one time, which is very rare. Awesome. You know, it's odd that you have like a television show or a movie that involves literally everything that I have in life that I'm very passionate about wrestling, filming and, and, and fitness. So it's cool, man. It's the dream job. And, and my son's with me. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, my son's with me. So that's Yeah, for all, for all you that don't, that don't know, uh, the tag team is Hawk Airy. And yeah, Hawk's, Hawk's Airy. Hawk's Airy. I apologize, Luke. Okay. Um, I got two quick questions for you. One, right. who would be your dream match, your dream opponent in wrestling? And the second question, more personal, um, your son, I know he has wrestled uh, coming up through the ranks, not professionally, but I believe high school. High school and professionally. I mean, and, he, well, and, and professionally. But who the hell taught him to jump off the second floor at the uh, mall, please? He, he, he got that, you know, that, that was, you know, his dad did some wild stuff when he was younger and he figured, you know. <laughs> Not, not he he doesn't not necessarily want to be a wild wrestler because he's he's a shooter and he likes being a good great amateur wrestler more Kurt Angle Chris Benoit type style right and uh, those are guys like his their wrestling styles that he looked up to and he you know he really attacks it but CM Punk was his you know Kurt Angle CM Punk and Kane were like his favorite three wrestlers okay so he, that's uh, a hell of a combination with those three <laughs> and, ser and serious hard workers all all of them had oh, a really yeah. big work ethic and who so, would be your dream opponent um. You know, right now, the guy that's the most active that, that can still go, if I had to pick one guy right now today, it, it's probably Booker T. But, but you know, I'd also like to get in the ring with CM Punk because I know he still has time, you know, left on his body. He's, he's only, I think, 42 years old, maybe 41. Right. You know, so he's still real young, but he's got so much experience and done so much by that age. Um, you know, I mean, remember, you remember when Flair, me, me and Punk were actually talking about this. Flair didn't make his big WWE runs till later on in life. Yeah. So, I mean, think about that. He was well into his 40s when he started making his WWE runs. And think about how much longer he went past that. So, for a guy like Punk, he's young. He still has a lot of gas in the tank. And I just think me and him could put on something special. But I also think that me and Booker could put on something special. So, I got a lot of respect for Booker T, man. Uh, he's a friend of mine. Uh, somebody I look up to. He broke barriers and he's just a hell of a worker and hell of an athlete. Well, maybe you can help us get Booker T as a guest down the line. Oh, maybe. <laughs> uh, two final questions. One I have, which is business related, and then Matt has one question we love to ask all of our guests. If we put on, if we put on your your fortune teller hat five, ten years from now, where would you like to see Wildcat Sports be? Just growing, man. I'd really like to have us on like some kind of national or worldwide level. Uh, we have a lot of hardworking wrestlers that don't necessarily get exposure that they should. And I, the reason I say that is because I consider Wildcat to be one of the top promotions out there. We outdraw pretty much every indie show there is in the United States, and we still, but we just don't get a lot of internet press. Our last show before the pandemic, well, the last show was in February. That's when Perry jumped off the mall. Right. They were a great show. That was a free show. We did it for free as a thank you to our fans for making our biggest show ever, our eight-year anniversary, so successful. 
we ran a arena and we drew 2,200 people at wow. our, awesome. yeah, at a huge arena in Louisiana. And so I was like, man, I want to do something for our community. I want to get back. I want to do a free show, but I want to do it in the mall because there's never been a show in the mall other than that WCW one at the mall of American right. early nineties. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I want to see Wildcat get the credit that it deserves. I mean, you go check out our Wildcat YouTube every week. We've been putting up a match and you can, you could follow a lot of things from our, you know, early days up until now being posted every week and seeing some of our athletes who are really, really good. The Jay Spades, the um, Matt Lancey's, the the Danny Flamingos, the Buku Dows, the, the PJ Hawks's. There's so many good guys, the Chuck Devines, the Mike Dells. I could go on, Ryan Davidson. There's so many talented guys at Wildcat that can go toe-to-toe. You could put them with the top NXT guy, and I promise you they'll go toe-to-toe with them. Well, I would dare say that when you have events and you have cards coming up or things going on, then please make sure you let us know what they are. We'll be happy to share them on the show periodically. Whatever you have going on, watch parties, new releases on YouTube or whatever, just let us know, man. We'd be happy to spread the word of how you're on the West Coast for sure. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot, man. And like I said, every Thursday we drop a new match on the Wildcat YouTube. So if you can go over oh, okay. to the YouTube channel and go just subscribe to Wildcat Sports. And it's Cat with a K, W-I-L-D-K-A-T. All right, right on. All right, Matt, let's wrap it up with our golden question for all of our guests. <laughs> all right, I seem to ask everybody this question. Who's your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? That's tough, man, because, it, it, you know, wrestling's so subjective, and, and there's so many different guys. You have your favorites. doesn't necessarily mean they were the best. It may be somebody who inspired you. And, and you know, early on um, – my early day, it, it, it changed as I got older, too, because as you get older, you mature and you appreciate different things. Like, I didn't appreciate work rates until I got much into my later teenage years or early 20s while I seen yeah. how guys will work. You know, and there were some guys who could really go, like the Bobby Eatons and Tracy Smothers and those guys. Oh, um, I need to get back. But if you go back to, you know, when I first started, I loved Ultimate War. I loved Rick Rude. I loved Mr. Perfect. Then later on, as ECW came around, you know, I loved Shane Douglas. When I first heard Shane Douglas, um, he he just spoke in a way that I'd never heard before in wrestling, and I seen ECW, and I thought it was real. I was like, you know, I love WWF. I love the, the, the characteristics of WWF and what they stand for and the things they do. And, you know, it was just for a kid, it was, it was targeted towards me. But as I got into my teenage years, I watched ECW and I thought, this is real. And I got, you know, I started watching Taz. I started watching Sabu. And, and you know, all these guys, they just had these machines and these misfits. And they just, they looked like they didn't fit in, but they were just so much cooler and so much better. So my, my, my vision of wrestling started changing then. And, you know, but, but like, again, then I look up to guys like Booker. So mine couldn't give you a Mount Rushmore. It's, it's, it's different eras. I have different guys, different points in my life, and there's different meanings why these guys mean so much to me. And as I, you know, like I said, as I got older, I fell in love with Tracy Smothers and watching how hard he works and how hard, you know, how much effort he puts into others and how trying to help others and trying to have great matches with others and make others look good. So, you know, I couldn't give you a, a Mount Rushmore, but I can tell you there's a lot of guys that I admire. I respect that answer. There's a lot of people out there that are do great for the business. Uh, Luke, I, I've, I've lied. I've got one final question that is in our chat room. Uh, we just picked it up, and I apologize to our one of our biggest fans, Garth uh, Wall here in Las Vegas, big supporter of wrestling, the wrestling scene. 
He shoots in a question here. If you could put two wrestlers in a program, regardless of what promotion they work for, who would it be? be I'd be selfish. I'd put my son in. <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely. not selfish towards me. It would be my son, PJ Hawks, with CM Punk. Because I, I think, I mean, if you go back and watch my son's matches, I mean, obviously, when he was, he's been in three years now. And, you know, take out the first year because it's a lot of growing, right? A lot of learning, a lot of growing. He was still good with his first year. But now he's really picked it up. I would love to see PJ Hawks and CM Punk do a big program somewhere. There you have it. I mean, that would, that would be great to see. All right, listen, we know you got to run. So we want to save you a couple of minutes on our end. On behalf of the crew here, want to take an opportunity to thank you again for joining us this morning. Lots of success down the line. And, guys, final thoughts to say goodbye to Luke as we let him go to PT. I can't wait for that heel show to come out. I've been excited for it since I've, like, heard the announcement, especially, like, certain members of the cast and whatnot. Right on. Hopefully one day we can get a Mel on here. That'd be, like, literally one of my dream guests. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Chief, real quickly. Luke, thanks very much. You know uh, you know, I love you, brother, and uh, when you're out here in Vegas, you know how to get a hold of me, and uh, lunch will be on me. Yeah, no we so we'll definitely do that. And uh, I thank you guys for having me on. Sorry, I got to cut it short. I had this, like I said, I didn't realize uh, the time difference. So I thought it was two hours, not three hours. And I got this. Oh, physical. it's all good. No, you know, you're, you're good. And when you come out to Vegas, if it's on a Saturday, we'll get you live in studio. So De definitely. And like I said, if you guys ever want to have me back on, I'd be love to do it. And, you know, next time I won't screw up. And nah. up <laughs> no worries. Oh, you're good. We'd love to have you on again. Absolutely. All right, Luke, be safe, be healthy. Stay Take safe. care of that body. We look forward to chatting with you down the line, sir. Day. All right. There Thanks, you, Luke. There you have it. Luke Hawk, uh, our special guest this morning. We appreciate his time to be with us. With that, we're going to go to our first break of the day, and then when we come back, you know what time it is? Whole time. Huh? Whole time. <laughs> it's a whole time. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to give Chief a whole three minutes for his rant when we come back. We'll be back in, a, in, in at least a whole 60 seconds. We'll be right back. One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast ever. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! This is John Cena. I just, I just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would the, we do without them? And how can they not count anyone? Is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere because they do. <laughs> We're back. Welcome. Welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Aaron, Matt, Chief. Again, we want to send a big thank you out to Luke Hawk who got up. Well, I was going to say early, but I guess really we were it's the like early. Two parts. hours ahead. Well, he's in Atlanta. It's actually three hours. Oh, he's in, three, he's yeah. on the East Coast uh, heading out. So we want to thank him and everybody uh, joining in. All right. We still have a lot to cover. We're going to try to give it a little bit of an abridged version. But first, Matt, you know what time it is. Okay, folks, here we go. I read an article.
this week, WWE sold their TV or their uh, uh, thing to... Uh, the network? Yeah, the network for $1 billion. Yesterday, they had a meeting, and the wrestlers were told no bonuses, no pay raises, no nothing. So, you know, they lost 4% on, the, on their stock and everything. Why aren't the wrestlers at least getting a $1,000 bonus? Is WWE that cheap? The other thing I want to put out is I also went and looked at WWE corporate. And they have three rest. they have, excuse me, not three wrestlers, but they have three people listed as creative writers. None of them are professional wrestlers. None of them. So maybe that's why we're getting some half-assed product on TV. Uh, that's my rant for today. I want to cut it short and uh, so we can get on with the rest of the program. Thank you. Chiefs out. There you go. It's a whole lot of money, $1 billion. The Chiefs pissed. <laughs> How many am I up to? You wanted 50? I'll get them all in before the end of the show. <laughs> Freaking WWE. Uh, all right. Vince, you had a whole lot of time to do it. <laughs> Vince McMahon, you're cheap. All right. Uh, the, one of the topic under the I Hear Voices segment is perfect timing for what we're seeing on our monitor in front of us as we are rewatching the recorded version of Raw this past week. The WWE locker room is unhappy about Bad Bunny getting a push that he is. WrestleMania match, all that. Thank you. <laughs> all that stuff. Day late and a whole dollar short. That's right. A whole dollar. So many people in the locker room are unhappy with this whole Bad Bunny push. Thoughts, John? I know we kind of touched on it last week a little bit, but it is prominent this week. What do you think? It makes sense, but it's WrestleMania. They always have to have some kind of celebrity involvement, and it kind of just comes with the territory of WrestleMania. They should be used to it by now. There's always some celebrity trying to take the spotlight of whoever it is. I'd rather have Bad Bunny than, like, Snooki again or <laughs> some horrible reality show person than they say his his merchandise since all of this started is like two has like gone up two hundred percent over anybody else already on Raw. Some, some that's re- insane. I, I did read over that. the entire whole roster. That's I, pretty I, nuts. I did read that. I did. I wonder if Pat McAfee's coming back. I hope so. That I, dude's. I do too. But Bad Bunny, hey, I'm game for anything. Just put some good storylines out, will you? That's all. I'm still pissed. <laughs> all right. So uh, there you have it. I, I want to skip through some of these so we get to the meat of other stuff, if that's Go okay. Go for it. All right, if we have time, we'll come back to some of them. All right, I know the big thing tonight, so let's jump into the NXT TakeOver Vengeance Preview, gentlemen. Why don't you guys kick it off? NXT champion, uh, Championship, Balor versus Dunn. What do you think? Balor's going to win solely for the match everyone wants to see at WrestleMania. That better freaking happen, Cross versus... Finn Balor. So my pick is Finn Balor. I agree. Uh, Thomas Burnett shares uh, in the chat room, it's the office workers that are on a pay freeze, unfortunately, not the performers. That's not how I read it, sir. So I will uh, go back and I will uh, we'll verif- put it on next <laughs> we'll week. We'll verify. We'll Correct. verify. There Correct. you go. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. All right, North American Championship, Johnny Gargano versus Kushida. 
didn't, didn't, didn't Gargano this week show up in like a sling and a wheelchair or some ridiculous? Yeah, that was a work. Yeah, yeah and then right, got beat up in the middle of the ring. They didn't realize Kushida was like right behind them. Oh, man. All right, so who's the winner of this match? Kushida. Gargano. All right, so we have a split decision here amongst the table. NXT Women's Championship, Io Shirai versus Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez, a triple threat. Remember, the champion doesn't even have to get pinned to lose her title. I think Io Shirai's had the belt long enough. I think they should give it to Tony Storm. Tony Storm seems to be on a big push as of late. Yeah. I like, and as I said last week, I like Tony Storm, but I want to see Mercedes. You know, 15 years in the business, she deserves it. Yeah. There you go. All right. See, see, see a new face. Exactly. Men's Dusty Road Classic, uh, the, the Rhodes Classic, the tag team, MSK versus Grizzled Young Vets. MSK, I've always been a big fan of the Rascals, so I'm glad to see them in NXT doing some pretty big things. Hopefully they can get a tag title shot and get the belts too. I like the Grizzled Young Veterans. I think they've, you know, they've been in X NXT. They're doing what they need to do, and uh, they shouldn't be stepped over. Put your uh, selections and your previews and, and forecast answers in the chat room uh, so we can comment them on your thoughts on any of the NXT TakeOver matches. Or give us a call. Join the conversation. 702-329-6947. By the way, don't forget to check out ThoughtsCountAnywhere.com, our website, all the latest and greatest news. And, of course, click on the Shop tab so that you, too, can get your fresh, new, hot merchandise off the presses. So check it out. Hats, shirts. All kinds of stuff available now through ThoughtsCanAnywhere.com. And I'm sure any moment, the QVR code for our website will pop up on the screen. So you can simply scan that by, by your phone. See, it's right there. Tom, he did it. Thomas Burnett. Right out of the bat, right? Thomas Burnett, could you elaborate more on Gargano in a screwy finish, please? I, I'd like to know your thoughts on that. Gentlemen? Is he talking about the, like, jumped him from behind thing? I'm I'm not sure. It says Gargano in a screwy finish, so I'm. Oh, that's his prediction. I think he's predicting that that Gar Gargano will win in a crazy fashion. Okay. Oh, there's guaranteed to be like Austin Theory and Candice LeRae interference in that match. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go to the final match that's scheduled: the Women's Dusty Rhodes Classic Finals. Dakota Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez take on Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. I'll go with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I love Dakota Kai. Yeah, well, I love Shotzi Blackheart, so it's Shotzi and Ember. There you go. I like the I like the tank that Shotzi comes out in. <laughs> You're not talking about the shirt, right? You're talking no, about the, the I'm talking about the tank. Oh, gotcha. The one that she rode out on during Royal Rumble. Correct. Talk about Jim Cornette's favorite part of the whole show. Yes. <laughs> The, the tank was his favorite part? Yes. Hell oh. no. That dude hates <laughs> Shotzi Blackheart. I, I got Big you. Big time. Big time. All right. So continue putting your thoughts into the chat room as to your predictions for the NXT TakeOver show. Congratulations goes out to Mia Yim and Keith Lee. They announced their engagement uh, a couple of days ago. We appreciate that. And, of course, uh, congratulations to them, I mean. Sarah Logan gave birth to their first child this past week. Uh, so congratulations to them. Um, there's a lot to talk about for the Elimination Chamber, and we'll, we'll probably get more into that next week because yeah. the match will be next week. Um, but I do want to mention um, the, and this was in the rumors thing, uh, no women's chamber possibly. Um, I don't think that will go over very well with the universe if there isn't a women's chamber because it was very successful a couple of years ago when they had the first one and the second one 
What's your thoughts on not having a women's chamber match? I thought it was cool for the first one just because we I was there, like, right in the front, so it was pretty cool to freaking see, but I was surprised they weren't going to have one. I figured with, like, Rhea Ripley, like, possibly going up to the main roster and stuff, she could put, like, a dominant performance on, kind of like Shayna Baszler did last year. I read an article yesterday. They said the, the writers of it said that there wasn't enough women to have a uh, elimination chamber match. So they have enough women to do a 30-women Royal Rumble, but not enough to put a six-women elimination it, chamber match on? Exactly. And, and That's and, WWE creative for you. And in the article, in the article it said it didn't even mention uh, Charlotte at all about being in it. You know, so, again... I'll leave the creative to the creative. Uh, Thomas Burnett elaborates, says he thinks Gargano wins with the help from the rest of his posse. It's too early in the feud for Kushida to win the belt. Garth sure. puts in there a black heart and a black moon uh, emojis, uh, making his prediction as well. Garth, I hope you're feeling well too, buddy. How's that, how's that wheel under you? I know you had some bad that looked at this week. Okay, so, all right. So we've been kind of alluding to, well, before I get to that, I sent you guys a picture of what's projected to be Rhea Ripley's new look whenever she's officially debuted. Um, Watch it. No, 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 no. Uh, first of all, when you think about how she's how her look has changed since she was in the Mae Young Classic, she was just very you know next doorish look, and then now her current look, you know, as as we know it from NXT. But this this new gimmick look that they have her projected to be in when she comes up to the main roster, like this black goth shorts, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I, I just think it's – I mean, unless she, – obviously, she's, she's going to come out with a whole brand-new gimmick. But I, I like the way she was presented as a badass, kicking, kicking down doors like she did in NXT, nah. like she did against Charlotte in, in WrestleMania. And now they've totally changed that look. Why? Why can we not, with WWE, stay with what's been successful when we bring them up from NXT? I, I don't like it. I just don't like the new look. That yeah, guy. That guy right there. That guy. It ain't good shit, Vince. Um, it's, it's a whole lot of trouble is what you're looking for. Anyway, what do you guys think of this new look? You know, I'm a Rhea Ripley fan. I know you are. Always always have, always will be. I, I don't think the look makes the wrestler, but I agree with what you two gentlemen just said. When they get to the main roster, it's Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. Okay. And that's the bottom line. And until... One of them goes away, or they both go away. Unfortunately, I think the wrestlers are going to uh, have to uh, adhere to certain standards. Why change a good thing? I agree. I don't disagree about that. I mean, here's two guys now from from Monday night. We have Matt Riddle, uh, Riddle sorry, Flippy Matt, shit, and Keith Lee going at it on a match. He's a damn Monday good night. first name. It was so good they had him drop it. That's how good it was. <laughs> that was one of the best matches I saw all week. Got a lot of praise because Absolutely. it was more of a traditional style storytelling. But, but look what they did. We all know we talk about it, what they did with Keith Lee's persona when, they, when he first came up. And Riddle, they changed him a little bit. You know, it's just like, again, like we just said, why, why can't you stick with things that, that work? Okay, probably one of the funniest things that, in my opinion, has sort of started replacing the uh, – the meme with what's his name, the uh, why my Bernie Sanders meme is uh, a is a whole lot of love going on for Nia Jax where uh, the whole that's right. The whole story and nothing but the whole story 
So help me hold the three most entertaining three seconds of her six year career. So if you're if you don't know what we're talking about, look it up. <laughs> Go back to last night's SmackDown and you'll see it again. Yeah, exactly. They they got into it last night, but uh, yeah. She took, what was it? She took uh, a move on the outside on the edge of the apron, right? She tried to leg drop Lana and miss. Lana. And why would she come up saying that? Couldn't you have thought of something better? I mean. That was the best thing she could have said. <laughs> Nobody gave a shit about Nia Jax. It was creative. Her, <laughs> her, well, we have to give her the whole credit, though, because I don't think creative would have written that in there. No, I don't either. <laughs> uh, I want to I try something in real quick right. from Garth. Why does it feel... Like WWE creative treats advance so stupid to think we don't know what they were in the previous character. It's like the old days of WCW when they wouldn't acknowledge the history of a wrestler when they switched promotions. So true, Garth. So true. Well, I mean, look what Vince does with somebody who generally comes from another promotion. He generally tries to tweak it because he doesn't want anybody from another promotion to come into WWE successful on something that was done somewhere else. Although there have been notable ones he didn't change. Ric Flair, for instance, he came over as, as we all know it. But I think it's just Vince wants to have creative control and create a brand and an identity that's true to WWE. I, I don't disagree. Speaking I, I, of, like, stupid writing, the one <laughs> thing that really bugged me on Raw is, like, at the beginning of the show, they announced this Elimination Chamber match, and they included The Miz. And the Miz legit came out like 30 minutes later and was like, I'm going to cash in at WrestleMania and all this. I'm like, do you not have the confidence to think you're going to win the damn Elimination Chamber match or are the writers this retarded? Because if you just rub them off the script, right? like you're in a match for the WWE Championship before WrestleMania. Right. Why would you not be like, I'm going to win at freaking Elimination Chamber, but he's just like, nope. I'm going to lose this. We're going to cash in at WrestleMania. That's a great point. That's a great point. What if, what if for the sake of, of just conversation, let's say he did win it. The Miz? Yeah. And he's got the briefcase. What happens in that scenario? Does he still keep the briefcase that he could go after another title and become two belts? I mean, he's not going to win. Let's face it. He's not going to win this week. But, I mean, what if? That'd be good creative writing. Good thinking if something like that did happen. Could you That's imagine? for sure not going to happen. Yes, for no, sure. I, no, but, <laughs> but you know, you stop and think about it. None of us would really think that way. Yeah, well, yeah well, I mean, what? just an interesting thing. That's all. Just thought I'd, I'd put it out there. So, like, the best cash-in was Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. First of all, it took him a half hour to run down the damn ramp. I mean, when he came running out, that was in San Francisco, wasn't it? Yeah, I was right. there. I lost my shit. <laughs> I, you know, like I, right in the middle of the main event. I'm like, you know how cool it would be for Seth to cash in? And like once they both went down and his music hit, that place went nuts. I wonder if they're going to do anything with R-Truth at the Elimination Chamber if he's going to lose the belt again. and when He's going to come in and run in and think it's the Royal Rumble or something. <laughs> Why not? Why not? At, le- at least he gets over. Uh, and he's entertaining Thomas Burnett agrees with what I was just talking about as far as uh, creative, like we've all been talking about. Garth puts in there the biggest example of that is how they don't seem to know how to use um, Mia and Dominic. I think I think Mia's kind of written off the uh, off the show now. Yeah. Um, with what's his name? Uh, Murphy. Murphy not being in the uh, in the limelight yeah. now, so to speak. Thomas also puts in there, Miz should just cash in at Elimination Chamber, just lay down when his pod opens and 
then cash in after the match. Yeah. That's interesting. Again, interesting idea, one that I'm sure creative would never come up with. If anyway. it's something we can think of that sounds entertaining, they're not going to think they're of it. They're not going to do it. Shane, are you listening to us, sir? Yeah. Yeah, okay. How, well, we need Bruce Pritchard. If he was, there'd definitely be a women's elimination chamber match. That is exactly. true. Exactly. All right, one last comment uh, before we move on real quickly. Kevin Owens, the guy who is our, ge- our current generation's Mick Foley, Terry Funk, he has stated that he wants to jump off the pirate ship at James Stadium at WrestleMania 37. That shit is at like the top of the stadium. I read that and I was like, how? Yeah. Because the ring's not like, going to be anywhere need nearby. To <laughs> yeah, the ring's not going to be anywhere nearby the ship. Unless no. there's some kind of last man standing or hardcore match or something, but I don't even know where like the base of that thing ends up. Well, let, let's say it is KO and, and um, Roman again. Um, we get like six of those in a row. I'm going to trip out. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of match could they have? They, they've had, they've, they've they've had them all. Them. Yeah, they've had them all. <laughs> yeah, so, so. Loser leaves. That's about the only thing they have left. I mean, now hmm. we're going to get elimination. You guarantee that thing's coming down to those two at the how end. Ba- how about loser loses hair? I, Kevin, Kevin Owens doesn't. I, I don't think for him that's a big enough ordeal. And for Roman, Tribal Chiefs, it's too early for that kind of stuff. I, I don't th- first of all, we, Roman's not going to lose until we get to WrestleMania. That might be the first time. Well, no, no, that's what I'm talking about, WrestleMania. A loser. For that kind of match with all the stuff with the Tribal Chief and who knows who's going to be involved with that faction by then, you know, a hair match, I don't know. I, that, that wouldn't do anything for me as a fan, as, as a stipulation. Because that's, you've had, the, you've had a last man standing match. I agree. Short of an I quit match or loser leaves WWE, which we see with Sonya Deville doesn't really mean much anyway. But, you know, we know why she had to disappear for a while with her uh, situation. <coughs> but I don't know. That, that, that for me, that does nothing. But. So, and that's the point I'm getting to. So why are they still writing it? In should have been done. Thank you. That, that, that feud should have been done at the last pay-per-view. And usually it is after three matches. I agree. If we don't get, like, The Rock versus Roman, I hope we at least get, like, Seth versus Roman or something. Well, now Seth is playing around with Cesaro, apparently. How, how so. about Bobby Lashley and Roman? You're not going to have two heels going against each other. I still want to see Why Brock not? versus Bobby Lashley. That, because that's something that WWE just doesn't do. Well, not for a championship match. That's why, but that's why we all believe that Drew McIntyre won the belt back on that Raw from Orton prior to that pay-per-view a couple of months back because of, they didn't want Orton going against Reigns. How about this guy? How about Keith Lee against Roman? I would love to see that. His, his pure power? I'd like I'd, to see that, too. I'd see that. But outside of Kevin Owens, who can you see currently on the roster – like in a big enough match to face Roman at WrestleMania. The only one that comes to immediately mind right now in SmackDown would be Daniel Bryan. How about no? I see. Wrestling wise, I, I don't disagree yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. But to me, the match that makes the two guys that make the three guys that make the most sense Big E, Keith Lee, and Bobby Lashley are the three that make sense to go against Roman Reigns. Size wise, but Lashley, but Lashley would have to turn face. He'd have to become face on WrestleMania stage. When was the last time you saw two heels 
go at it in a championship match at WrestleMania. Well, I've seen a lot in my career. I can remember Ric Flair going against Arn Anderson. But you're, going, but you're talking oh, no, about a no, different era no. of wrestling. I'm still talking wrestling. So as far as the creative aspect Brand, of part it. Two. it well, that's right. As far, <laughs> as, the, as, far, as, far as the creative part of it, right. the creative writers could make it happen. Sure, you always could. Absolutely. But okay. Vince... But Vince would look at it and say, that's not going to sell. I don't want two heels. We want that under. Uh, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, please understand, I'm playing devil's advocate with you. I could care so, less. I'm just saying. You could care I'm, less that I'm playing devil's I'm advocate? Just, I'm wow, just. I'm just. I'm just. I hit below the belt. You know, I whole thought about it. <laughs> that, hurt, that hurt a whole lot, man. I'm, I'm just saying that there My, could be two yeah, heels. Could be. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Let's move on real quickly. AEW Impact Report. Uh, reports are Cody Rhodes suffered a minor rotator cuff and he's not, uh, injury. He's not expected to miss any time. I, I Listen, two years ago, I had rotator cuff, ligament, uh, labrum repair. Shit, I was out for 14 weeks before I can lift a five-pound dumbbell at, at I remember. CrossFit. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know you back then, and I apologize. Yeah, no, no, but, that's right. But, yeah. He's going to be out for a while. I know. That, that, I don't, I, now, unless he's just going to appear on television and not be active in the ring, that's one thing. But when's, when's, the, when's that match coming up with um, uh It's in like Shaq. three weeks. Yeah, with Shaq. I don't think he's going to be picking up Shaq in three weeks. No. But no. Unless it's a work going into the Shaq thing. Unless it's a work. Sammy Guevara quits the inner circle. That's the one I'm glad to see finally. I'm finally glad to see that happen. And I hope Sammy becomes a face and uh, starts wrestling like we know he can because I really think he's been held back by them. Oh, yeah, for sure. A couple of comments in the chat room. Thomas Burnett says, KO wanted to do it last year. That, of course, talking about jumping off the pirate ship. Uh, he also says he thinks Keith Lee is going to beat Lashley at WrestleMania for the U.S. title. I could see, I that, could see that definitely. I would like to see Lashley try to put the lock on on a guy like Keith Lee, as big as he is. He already did. Did I miss it? Uh, Apparently, I did. I don't remember that, but that yeah, doesn't mean it, it didn't happen. It, I, it, okay. It, Lashley did a run in a couple weeks ah, ago. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Garth says that he feels that the stage has been set for somebody we are all familiar with, Sefa Fatu, to make an appearance, because the WWE needs the Samoan Dynasty. Definitely. That's an interesting I kind of thought this whole thing was going to play out like Roman was going to go after like the family to prove a point that he's like the head of the table. I thought he was going to take out like – I thought at one point like Rikishi was going to come out to try to be like, hey, brother. Like a peacemaker. You're not the – Right. Oh, gotcha. You're not the real head of the table, blah, right. blah. And then he looks over at the Usos and be like, get him. Right. I thought like – crazy cool stuff like that was going to happen. I thought by now Jimmy would be back, by the way. I expected him to – I mean, he, he appeared in the pay-per-view. Yeah, it could be. I, I mean, I, he I, appeared in those pay-per-views to save his brother, but I mean active in the ring. I think Jimmy's away from wrestling. Uh, as somebody said last week, I think Jimmy's away from wrestling for a little while. Yeah, he's got some issues. Uh, if one of them ever get into, like, serious trouble, Sefa could replace one of them and no one would ever know the difference. I, that's that's very true. All right, one last thing. Uh, tonight on Impact, uh, happy birthday. This is kind of jumping the ship, but Tommy Dreamer turns 50 today, and his opponent, Rich Swan turns 50 on Monday, and the two of them are facing off tonight at Impact. No surrender for you the title. Rich Swan turning 50? No, 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 I said way. his birthday. Tommy Dreamer's turning 50. Oh, I thought you said, and Rich Swan is turning 50. I was like, and uh, his birthday, uh, And his birthday is Monday. 
Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gotcha. all right. If I was unclear, I apologize. It's the first day with the new lips. Um, it's a first day with a whole new lips. You got set a hole between those lips still? I actually got my false teeth glued in today, too. Did you use Gorilla Glue? Like that lady who did the hair thing? Did, did you read the story? No. This lady what? in Syria. I don't, I don't. She wanted to put extensions in there and she used Gorilla Glue. Are you kidding? And me? she wonders why she went to the hospital and she couldn't get them off. They had to do all kinds of crazy stuff. Now that's the latest thing: is using gorilla glue to attach everything to your body. Damn, that's good pop culture. There, there you go. Holy hell! There you go. We got it. We we jumped the shark on that one. All right, Tommy Dreamer, Rich Swan. Who's gonna win? Which birthday boy gets the belt? The new. Because of all the stuff that like Tommy Dreamer's done for the business and never really been recognized, and it's I his agree. birthday. Maybe they give him a run with the belt. Yeah. But no matter what, Tess is still the champion. I don't care what the hell anybody <laughs> says. I, I agree with you on that. Uh, uh, man. <laughs> I, I agree. All I right. Agree. With that, uh, let's. Oh, there you go. There's, there's a lady who put Gorilla Glue in her hair to hold her extensions on. That's Did the you lady. hear she was actually considered suing? Yeah. Because it says do not use on hair. I was like, well, it says don't put on skin. Yeah. What do you think your scalp is? Well, does, is that any different than, than the lady many years ago who drove through McDonald's, ordered a cup of coffee, started driving out. The coffee spilled. She burned her legs. I like got third-degree burns on her legs. And sued him. And, she, and sued McDonald's because the coffee was too hot. And she won. And she won. <laughs> they just need to take the warning labels off of everything and let all the stupid people take themselves out. There you go. There you go. All right. Let's move on to birthdays, shall we, real quickly, before we end with pop culture? How's that? Swing it. All right. We're going to talk about some birthdays. Happy birthday to you. And as always, if you're celebrating a birthday anytime between uh, today and next Friday, we want to wish you all a happy birthday. And if you are, you're celebrating with today, as we just said, Tommy Dreamer turning 50, one of the original ECW guys. Uh, No longer with us, but one hell of a big imposing guy, Viscera. On the 14th, uh, Valentine's Day tomorrow. On the 15th, Travis Banks and Rich Swan will be having a birthday on Monday. On the 16th, Gangrel from the Brood. On the 17th, Jimmy Jacobs. And on the 19th, Big John Stud, Francine, El Torito, Sean Spears, and Mr. Jack Gallagher. All celebrating a birthday. And once again, we want to wish them all a happy birthday. And to you out there, celebrating a birthday in the coming week. And we appreciate you tuning in. So... Gangrel, that was a scary day. He's what? got a great wrestling school down he, in Florida. We were at CAC, and one of the wrestlers stopped us and was like, hey, if Gangrel comes charging through the door, can you please stop him? And I was like, uh, why? <laughs> the guy was having an affair with his wife, yeah. and oh. Gangrel just found out. Oh, no. And was on his way to Vegas. Oh, no. Well, I'm not going to name names, but... Having us trying to watch the door, I was legit, like, terrified. I've had to deal with a lot of crazy people, but I was like, please don't show up, please don't show up, please don't show up, please don't show up. (laughs) Well, I know one of the wrestlers at FSW right now was trained by um, Gangrel down in Florida, and he's got a, from what I understand, he's got a fantastic wrestling school down there. Did he come out with the fangs intact? If it was, that could have been a a whole new experience for his mom in delivery. (laughs) Who knows? All right. With that, let's uh, get into pop culture as we wrap up today's edition. Uh, we'll we'll jump the we'll skip the first one for now. Uh, why don't you take the second one there, Mr. Matt? The Snyder Cut trailer for the Justice League comes out tomorrow. 
I am so excited for that movie. It's going to be four hours of awesomeness. <laughs> it's a four, four hour, hour t- movie. Tomorrow? Well, no, no. The, the trailer. trailer comes out yeah. tomorrow. Oh. The actual movie comes out like March 15th. Okay. So that's you. Turning f- my phone off. <laughs> You getting your popcorn yet? Where are they showing? Is it go- it's not going into movie HBO theaters. Max. HBO Max. They're making it very difficult for me not to buy HBO Max right now. I'm not a lot I gave you my in login like a month ago. Did you? <laughs> Resend And it. already made you a profile. Oh, good. Resend it to you. <laughs> I, I don't remember. And, and they, and Halfheimer's he, again. And exactly. He talks, uh, he talks about me, and he forgot his uh, big screen TV over here. I know. I forgot, <laughs> my, ma- I forgot my magnifying yeah. glass. At least he so, brought the whole. Yeah, that's, that's true. right. I brought the whole pack with me today. All right. Uh, Gina Carano was fired from The Mandalorian because of some comments she made out on social media. Who is Gina Carano, if you don't mind me asking, please? I'll defer to Matt because he follows The Mandalorian a little closer than She's I do. She's a former like MMA fighter turned actress. Okay. And okay. she made some comments about uh, uh, if I'm not Nazis and all that sort of stuff. Is that if I read it quickly, right? Jewish people, which is my faith and uh, all that stuff. It was so like comparing Nazis to... Democrats or something to that yeah, effect. Yeah, it, it was... Even it, then, it's still it was like... Un, it was uncalled for. Like, working for Disney, there's some stuff you shouldn't talk about, but at the end of the day, it's like her freedom of speech, so... Well, they didn't... People either, contrary to science, we it doesn't a, hurt to, like, for somebody to have an opposite opinion of yours. You well, know? and I think in conversation, that's fine. Even on, even on social media, there's, there's who we're talking about there, Chief. Okay, thank, um, thank, th- I got thank canceled. You. Disney Plus was like the number one trend on Twitter. <laughs> so I wonder if they're rethinking this already. You uh, know, I don't have a problem with people saying something. You know, that's First Amendment rights. Right. But if you're going to say it, say it to their face, not behind their back. Say it right to their face. That's what's wrong with this country today and the world. You're afraid to say something to somebody's face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for more. Rant 3.3. These keyboard warriors are... Exactly. People right. are out of hand. We got about a minute and a half left here. Uh, big news from... We got two things in football yesterday. J.J. Watt asked for and was granted his release after 10 years down in Houston, and yet Deshaun Watson can't get out of there to save his life. J.J.'s gone to Pittsburgh to be with his brothers. Six or seven teams have expressed interest, but I think Pittsburgh is the leading captain. I think all 30 teams should be, like, interested in that guy. I was surprised the list was only seven teams. But if he's, like, as good as he has been defensive player of the year, I don't even know how many times now. But that dude deserves a ring. Absolutely. I can see, like, I don't know why, but if the Bucks sign him, they might as well just start making new rings. You know, I was talking talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and one thing that, that amazed me is, Drew Brees hasn't decided if he's going to retire or not in New Orleans. Oh, wow. He's just restructured his contract again. Oh, I missed that. Did he really? Yes. Because he has a broadcasting job waiting for him. He's already signed on with NBC whenever he – or I think it's NBC whenever he decides to step away and step off the field. All right. Uh, Real quickly, the last thing last weekend, of course, was the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay Buccaneers handily defeated uh, Chiefs Chiefs. And I will, I, will, uh, I will say to you two fellas that are on the show with me, kudos to you. And I nailed the defensive part of my proclamation. Did uh, I not? I'll give you a half a point for that. <laughs> I saw the funniest meme of, like, all the Dallas Cowboy fans I know. There's a picture of Tom Brady's daughter holding the World Super Bowl trophy. And it says Tom Brady's daughter has held the Super Bowl trophy more <laughs> times 
than the Cowboys have won playoff games in the last 20 years. <laughs> She's eight. I, want, I, want, <laughs> I do want to say one thing. Too funny. When Tom Brady threw the, uh, the uh, Lombardi trophy. Oh, I saw that. I, I wished, and this is no shit, I wished it would have gone into the Tampa Bay and he got embarrassed. Unfortunately, he's a good thrower, and it made it hit its mark. But I really wanted it to go into the Tampa Bay. There was somebody like waiting. There was somebody on the edge of that boat. Like if he would have missed, I'm pretty sure they would have jumped in yeah. like instantly. And, and I want to close on this one. That would have been the, Gronkowski. The, the fella, the fella that did the streak during during the Super Bowl game. That guy is so smart. Three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars later, he and, bet on himself. And damn, you hear he's not getting the money now. No, I didn't. Because he, he 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 revealed that like he made the bet, so it cancels the bet because he can't keep his damn mouth shut. So he ain't getting anything for wow. it. Wow. Oh, no, I didn't hear that part. Him but, and like fifty friends put in a thousand dollars, right, to get three hundred seventy-five thousand. But he's gone and bragged about it so much that they were like, "They're not paying." Oh, him. if you did it yourself, you don't get the money. Wow. That's like insider trading. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, but you know that's a great thought, man. If he maybe, wouldn't have kept his mouth, if he would have kept his mouth shut, that'd have been like the smartest thing ever. Maybe, Absolutely. Maybe we can try that next year. What streak during the Super Bowl? There's not a whole lot of money you can give me to make that happen. Well, I did it in college, so it doesn't embarrass me. All right. On that note, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! That's a vision I got to get out of my head right we, now. We can go anywhere. Thoughts count anywhere, that's for sure. That's it. All right, Matt, final thoughts as we say goodbye. Everybody be safe. Have a good week. Wash your hands, wash your clothes, and everybody treat them, treat them like you want to be treated. Right on, what Chief said. All right, thank you all for watching once again. Special thank you to Luke Hawk for joining us on today's show. If you missed anything, just go right to thoughtscountanywhere.com, click the archive tab or at the top, it'll take you right to our YouTube channel. We appreciate you. Make sure you go out on YouTube. Like us there. Like us on Facebook. Check us out on ThoughtsCanAnywhere.com. And, of course, go live, go live Vegas. Download the mobile app to catch and stay connected with the studio at all times. All right. For the guys here, for everybody here, for Aaron pushing the buttons, thank you for watching. We'll see you next week right here on Thoughts Count Anywhere. Be kind to everybody. Why? We're all we have. Thank you, everybody.